We've got one week left, seven full days before the June 28th primary, and there's going to be a lot of talk, a lot more commercials, a lot more posts on social media, and I'm sure plenty of other interviews as well uh, as we uh, continue on covering uh, what's going on with the June 28th primary here in Illinois, which apparently is like the latest time in the year that a primary has been held in the state of Illinois for decades. I think I saw something like since the Great Depression. Now, I haven't independently verified that, but uh, interesting now that uh, we're facing, you know, record inflation and all kinds of things, and we're seeing this uh, this primary this late. Either way, if you're a Republican, you've got tons of choices on the ballot. If you're a Democrat, you've got tons of choices on the ballot for various races. For instance, Democrats got multiple Secretary of State candidates looking to replace uh Jesse White, uh, but uh, on the Democrat side, you also have a couple of choices for governor. Uh, incumbent Governor J.B. Pritzker, who's campaigning in New Hampshire over the weekend, and Beverly Miles, who we shared a conversation with earlier this morning. If you missed that, you can find it at uh, our Facebook page, either Bishop on Air or the WMAY Facebook page. Best way to find it, though, is follow me on Twitter, and you can connect with us that way, Bishop on Air. But joining us right now on the Republican side is one of six candidates vying for the GOP nomination for governor, and that is Darren Bailey, state senator, and he is making a uh, trip all around the state trying to hit up all 102 counties. Where are you at this morning, Senator? Thanks for taking time with us. Hey, good morning, Greg. Thank you for the opportunity. So, well, we've got uh, Stephanie on the bus uh, at Peoria, making a, uh, a sachet through there with our uh, regular calendar. And then uh, due to the Trump visit in Quincy, uh, our tour that was supposed to take place uh, this Saturday, uh, Cindy and I are down here making that tour uh, today. And right now we're in uh, Murfreesboro getting ready to go out and, and meet a crowd that's assembling outside. So we've seen uh, some pictures that you've been sharing of the various stops you were making. And, uh, Senator, I mean, there's dozens of people. Uh, how big are the crowds that you're bringing out for uh, for these visits? <laughs> well, as I'm, as I'm looking outside right now, there's about uh, 20 people uh, currently assembled outside for our meeting at 830. Steve Cortez was with us last week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And he was absolutely astounded. Uh, our lowest crowd so far has been about uh, 35 people, but most of the time it's ranged anywhere from 50 to 200. And people are ready for change, you know, and they're, and they're, and they're seeking someone who will stand up for them, who has a record like I do, of standing up for them, common sense values, getting our streets safe, getting our schools back in order, and uh, getting our taxes under control. And unfortunately, Republican leadership has failed at that over the years. Senator, um, we've seen, of course, uh, the issue of endorsements. Uh, we're uh, going to hear uh, President Donald Trump in Quincy this this Saturday endorse Congresswoman Mary Miller. Unclear who else he may endorse, uh, but you're making your own set of endorsements, including those who are running for state house, uh, endorsing candidates who are going up against Republican incumbents. Uh, just a couple here in this area in Springfield. Uh, you've made some endorsements of uh, Don DeBolt uh, for <clears throat> state senate against. Steve McClure, and also uh, an endorsement of uh, uh, others. Tell us about why you're endorsing these Republican challengers for Republican incumbents. Well, it, it's just quite simple. I've told some of these candidates that I wouldn't make endorsements unless I was given a reason, and that's kind of really that's been my uh, that's been my history. I won't get involved unless people uh, give me a reason to. And 
And some of these uh, candidates have chosen to, you know, attack my time on the North Clay School Board. They, they went about a, a backdoor way of, of uh, slamming me, and, and I just simply won't have it. And, and when someone we, – we have got to get true conservatives in office, and I will stand up and, and expose that. Uh, you know, some of these candidates, uh, you know, had absolutely no problem supporting Richard Irvin early on, but now all of a sudden when I come out and make an endorsement, they've got a problem with that. So – uh, when I make an endorsement, it's because uh, the candidate uh, has not exemplified uh, the true values of the Republican Party, nor have they stood on that. And anyone can, you know, look at uh, follow the money, look at the record, look at where they get their support from and check their voting record out and see and understand that we have got to um, make a flush of some of some Republican senators and representatives and replace them with solid conservatives, men and women who've been working for a living, owning businesses, hiring and firing, who truly suffered under this COVID pandemic. And, and that that's how we fix Illinois. Does the uh, votes that some Republicans put on doubling of the gas tax in 2019 play a role in your endorsements of their challengers? Yeah, it does. It, it, it actually does. In their, in their history, whether it was voting for recreational marijuana whether it was, uh, you know, just not standing up for the people, and uh, you know that is one of the most uh, that is most of one of the most problematic situations right now is high taxation. So when you look back and and you simply look at these voting records, uh, you understand that uh, we have got to have something different. We've got to do something different, and and I've been telling people that since day one, and and I will contend that's why I'm getting so much pushback from the establishment. Because they're scared to death of accountability and transparency, and that is what I bring to the table. We're talking with State Senator Darren Bailey, one of the six Republicans vying for the GOP nomination to take on the Democrats in the November general election, the midterm election. It's now 816 here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. Uh, Senator, uh, talking of endorsements, uh, what what's the communication been like with uh, the, the former president's office, uh, Donald Trump? Are you seeking his endorsement? Well, I have sought it, yes, and he knows Illinois is a, a tough state, and it's basically a wait-and-see approach. Every day is just a different uh, journey, and we wait on that and uh, to see what happens, and I would be honored to have it, And uh, but I would uh, believe that uh, we will win without it, and we'll move forward with whatever uh, God allows. I have no problem with that. Senator, um some of the the concerns that at least I've heard from talking with a variety of people uh, are that if you were to get the nomination, uh, they they worry that you're not going to be able to get the statewide votes. What do you say to those who have those concerns, especially uh, looking at you know Chicago and the suburbs? Uh, how are you going to um, uh, if you get the nomination uh, beat the incumbent who has tens of millions of dollars at his disposal? Well, that's certainly the message of the establishment-minded people that, you know, that I was talking about earlier, referencing regarding accountability and transparency. People in Illinois, uh, they're tired. The people in Chicago, I will contend that uh, Cindy and I have been in Chicago more than all of the other campaigns combined. We've, we're in the churches. We're in the communities. People are tired, and they want relief. And 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 one of the biggest things I think that's go, that's beginning to crack the door right now, that's going to open wide up this summer, uh, is uh, energy. You know, uh, rolling blackouts and brownouts. People down here in Marion, Illinois, received letters from their co-op uh, uh, yesterday, uh, telling them to expect brownouts and blackouts because of the grid process. Uh, 
everybody is feeling the pinch of that right now with higher utility costs. Everyone's experiencing the the high the, the high cost of, of gas and diesel, and and not only that, I think we're probably going to experience some rationing and supply problems later on. And then let's talk about the food problems. You know, we go to the grocery store and. And the food's gotten so expensive. And I think we're going to see some limitations and problems in the supply line later this summer. Every bit of this could be addressed if we would convene into office. Right now, today, call it. We've been calling for that for Governor Pritzker, for the Democrat leaders to call a session so we can deal with this and offer relief to the people of Illinois. But uh, nobody's listening. So at the end of the day, uh, people are going to be fed up with that. And the, and the pressures that we're facing here in central and southern Illinois, uh, they're about twice as, as intense up in the Chicago area. So people are wanting a message of hope and of change and, and, of, and to find someone who actually will stand up for them. And that's what we've been doing for uh, the last four years that I've been serving. People in Chicago greatly respect the fact that uh, I stood up for them, pushed back uh, the business owners up there, you know, on the uh, when I sued Governor Pritzker and stood up against the mask mandate. People in central and southern Illinois don't realize that, but there's a lot of uh, commonality uh, with all, all across the entire state. And finally here, Senator, I know you got to get uh, to this uh, gathering you've got there um, on your campaign stop, but um, Governor J.B. Pritzker was, was on the stump, not in Illinois over the weekend. He was in New Hampshire. What does that signal to you? Well, it signals to me the blind arrogance of this man that he has absolutely no idea of the pulse of the people of Illinois, not even in his own party. That's what that signals to me. That's what I've been contending since day one. Uh, Governor Pritzker and the Democrat Party have, I mean, they're just, they're, they're blinded by their actions, by their policies, and for, for someone to have the, the audacity to go out there when people are suffering here at the gas pump and and uh, suffering at the grocery store and suffering when they get their energy bills to decide whether they're going to turn their air conditioner on a particular day to decide whether or not they're going to be able to go to one of their children's you know, outings or, or ball games. And I'm hearing those stories every day. So uh, just absolute blind arrogance uh, from a governor that is completely out of touch with the people. Do you think he's looking to run for president in 2024? Not say anything is possible, and I think that is uh, obvious. That uh, you know, we've heard that for quite some time, and and to leave the state and and to go out and to stunt for something something such as this, I think proves that point. Uh, he should have been here calling uh, the general assembly together so we could start addressing the, the, these problems that are hampering and hindering the people of Illinois. So, uh, unfortunately, yes, I'd say he is definitely vying for that position. State Senator Darren Bailey, greatly appreciate your time this morning. I imagine we'll talk again in the week ahead, so be safe out there, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be watching closely. All right. God bless you. Thanks a lot. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And let's take a look 